Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today in Security from Wired. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Raw, honest, intimate. Hot Seat is that and more, as Immelt recounts what it's like to be a leader in times of crisis. Buy your copy of Hot Seat today, wherever books are sold. Hackers tied to Russia's GRU targeted the U.S. grid for years, researchers warn. A sandworm-adjacent group has successfully breached U.S. critical infrastructure a handful of times, according to new findings from the security firm Dragos. By Andy Greenberg For all the nation-state hacker groups that have targeted the United States power grid and even successfully breached American electric utilities, only the Russian military intelligence group known as Sandworm has been brazen enough to trigger actual blackouts, shutting the lights off in Ukraine in 2015 and 2016. Now, one grid-focused security firm is warning that a group with ties to Sandworm's uniquely dangerous hackers has also been actively targeting the U.S. energy system for years. On Wednesday, February 24th, industrial cybersecurity firm Dragos published its annual report on the State of Industrial Control System Security, which names four new foreign hacker groups focused on those critical infrastructure systems. Three of those newly named groups have targeted industrial control systems in the U.S., according to Dragos. But most noteworthy, perhaps, is a group that Dragos calls Camasite, which the security firm describes as having worked in cooperation with the GRU's Sandworm. Camasite has in the past served as Sandworm's access team, the Dragos researchers write, focused on gaining a foothold in a target network before handing off that access to a different group of Sandworm hackers who have then sometimes carried out disruptive effects. Drago says Camasite has repeatedly targeted U.S. electric utilities, oil and gas, and other industrial firms since as early as 2017. They are continuously operating against U.S. electric entities to try to maintain some semblance of persistence inside their IT networks, says Drago's vice president of threat intelligence and former NSA analyst Sergio Caltagirone. In a handful of cases over those four years, Caltagirone says, 
The group's attempts to breach those U.S. targets' networks have been successful, leading to access to those utilities that's been intermittent, if not quite persistent. Caltagirone says Dragos has only confirmed successful camasite breaches of U.S. networks prior, however, and has never seen those intrusions in the U.S. lead to disruptive payloads. But because Camasite's history includes working as part of Sandworm's operations that triggered blackouts in Ukraine not once but twice, turning off the power to a quarter million Ukrainians in late 2015 and then to a fraction of the capital of Kiev in late 2016, its targeting of the U.S. grid should raise alarms. If you see Camasite in an industrial network or targeting industrial entities, you clearly can't be confident they're just gathering information. You have to assume something else follows, Caltagirone says. Camasite is dangerous to industrial control facilities because when they attack them, they have a connection to entities who know how to do destructive operations. Dragos ties came aside to electric grid intrusions not just in the U.S., but also to European targets well beyond the well-publicized attacks in Ukraine. That includes a hacking campaign against Germany's electric sector in 2017. Caltagirone adds that there have been, quote, a couple of successful intrusions between 2017 and 2018 by Camasite of industrial environments in Western Europe. Dragos warns that Camasite's main intrusion tools have been spear phishing emails with malware payloads and brute forcing the cloud-based logins of Microsoft services like Office 365 and Active Directory as well as virtual private networks. Once the group gains an initial foothold, it exploits valid user accounts to maintain access and has used the credential-stealing tool Mimikatz to spread further into victims' networks. Camasite's relationship to the hackers known as Sandworm, which has been identified by the NSA and U.S. Justice Department as Unit 74455 of the GRU, isn't exactly clear. Threat intelligence companies' attempts to define distinct hacker groups within shadowy intelligence agencies like the GRU have always been murky. By naming Camasite as a distinct group, Dragos is seeking to break down Sandworm's activities differently from others who have publicly reported on it, separating Camasite as an access-focused team from another Sandworm-related group it calls Electrum. Dragos describes Electrum as an effects team responsible for destructive payloads like the malware known as Crash Override or Industroyer, which triggered the 2016 Kiev blackout and may have been intended to disable safety systems and destroy grid equipment. Together, in other words, the groups Dragos call Camasite and Electrum make up what other researchers and government agencies collectively call Sandworm. One group gets in, the other group knows what to do when they get in, says Caltagirone. And when they operate separately, which we also watch them do, we clearly see that neither is very good at the other's job. When Wired reached out to other threat intelligence firms, including FireEye and CrowdStrike, none could confirm seeing a sandworm-related intrusion campaign targeting U.S. utilities as reported by Dragos. But FireEye has previously confirmed seeing a widespread U.S.-targeted intrusion campaign tied to another GRU group known as APT-28, or Fancy Bear, 
which Wired revealed last year after obtaining an FBI notification email sent to targets of that campaign. Dragos pointed out at the time that the APT-28 campaign shared command and control infrastructure with another intrusion attempt that had targeted a U.S. energy entity in 2019, according to an advisory from the U.S. Department of Energy. Given that APT-28 and Sandworm have worked hand-in-hand in the past, Dragos now pins that 2019 energy sector targeting on Camasite as part of its larger, multi-year U.S.-targeted hacking spree. Dragos's report goes on to name two other new groups targeting U.S. industrial control systems. The first, which it calls Venatonite, appears to have connections to the broad group of Chinese hackers known as Winti. Dragos blames Venatonite for attacks that use the ransomware known as Coldlock to disrupt Taiwanese victim organizations, including state-owned energy firms. But it also points to Venatonite targeting energy, manufacturing, and transportation targets around the world, including in Europe, North America, and Australia, in some cases by exploiting vulnerabilities in VPNs. The second newly named group, which Dragos calls Telenite, appears to have targeted North American electric utilities too, using malware-laced spear phishing emails. It ties that targeting to previous phishing attempts using malware known as Lookback, identified by Proofpoint in 2019. Yet another group Dragos has dubbed Stibnite has targeted Azerbaijani electric utilities and wind farms using phishing websites and malicious email attachments, but hasn't hit the U.S. to the security firm's knowledge. While none among the ever-growing list of hacker groups targeting industrial control systems around the world appears to have used those control systems to trigger actual disruptive effects in 2020, Dragos warns that the sheer number of those groups represents a disturbing trend. Caltagirone points to a rare but relatively crude intrusion targeting a small water treatment plant in Oldsmar, Florida, earlier this month in which a still-unidentified hacker attempted to vastly increase the levels of caustic lye in the 15,000-person city's water. Given the lack of protections on those sorts of small infrastructure targets, a group like Camasite, Caltagirone argues, could easily trigger widespread harmful effects even without the industrial control system expertise of a partner group like Electrum. That means the rise in even relatively unskilled groups poses a real threat, Caltagirone says. The number of groups targeting industrial control systems has been continually growing, he adds, ever since Stuxnet showed at the beginning of the last decade that industrial hacking with physical effects is possible. A lot of groups are appearing and there are not a lot going away, says Caltagirone. In three to four years, I feel like we're going to reach a peak, and it will be an absolute catastrophe. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. Technology is moving so fast, it feels like you need the latest self-driving car designed by the most advanced robot to keep up. But you don't need artificial intelligence to tell you. State Farm has surprisingly great rates on car insurance. It's the coverage you need at a price that fits your budget. No robots required. Like a good neighbor, 
State Farm is there. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.